Hey, welcome back. Welcome myself back. Um, it's so good to be back here. It's been crazy month. I know um, many of you have messaged in and kept in touch with me through the holidays, and that was fantastic. This is Dr. Heidi, your Toxic Relationship Awareness and Healing Specialist, and welcome back to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, Rid Your Life of Toxic People. Um, holidays, we have survived one, we have one left, and I have to tell you, my um, Christmas may have been one of my favorite, and uh, that being said, there was nothing super extravagant about it, except that it was calm and relaxed and zero drama and everyone seemed happy. And you know what? That's really all I ask for. Um, because if you're listening to this podcast, I'm guessing that you've experienced some holiday seasons that were more chaotic and anxiety and I wish they were just over. So I am super appreciative when I get a holiday season that is not like that. Um, yes, my I had all three of the kids here and way more presents than anybody needed. Um, I had a little bit of time off work and I just was super grateful for the stuff that I have in my life that, you know, earlier in my life I did not have. So because we are between Christmas and New Year's, I want to talk a little bit about the same thing everybody on the planet is talking about this week. New year, new me, right? Um, you probably get sick of hearing that phrase and seeing that phrase all over the social media feeds. Um, because in my experience, um, in the life that I used to live, the new year really meant nothing but more of the same. You know, I got to where um, I didn't really look forward to a whole lot because nothing ever changed. Um, so beginning the 2019, I thought maybe I could give you some pointers on doing things perhaps a little different than I did um, when I was in not such great situations in my life. So um, let me guess, you know, if you're here, uh, you're probably in a place that you don't even know where to start when someone says, so what? Are, what's going on in 2019? What are your plans? What are your goals? I bet you kind of look at them like, I have no idea because I'm never the one on the top of the list. I know what other people's goals are, and I know my job is supposed to be supporting and helping other people achieve their goals, but what are mine? No idea. And how do I set them? No idea. And what is a goal? No idea. Um, I've been there. I get it. So goals, dreams, decisions, when you are in a toxic relationship, especially if you were raised in a toxic environment, your decision making is taken away. Um, the dreams that you had for yourself is taken away. Any goals that you have get sabotaged and, you know, brushed under the rug. So I don't want you to think that you have to do everything big. Let's just start by starting and start really small because all I'm asking you to do is let's do a few things for ourselves this year, even if nobody else knows we're doing it. Toxic relationships bring us down. Why? Again, we are not focused on ourselves. We are focused on keeping conflict down, keeping the mood 
up, keeping other people happy, putting out fires, helping other people achieve stuff. So when I when I say to some of my clients, what you know, what are your goals for this year? They look at me like, I don't I don't get to have goals this year because if I if I set goals, they get destroyed and I get disappointed. So I just quit setting them. If I try to make a decision, it gets overridden, so I just quit making them. Um, so this morning, I want to kind of talk a little bit about a few of the things that you can start. You can start secretly doing this for yourself and really start working from the inside out. Um, a couple of the things that I do in my Priority Me um, coaching program is we go over things like values, uh, missions, goals, dreams, all of the things that you can reflect on inside. So starting off, values. What are values? Values are something that we hold close to us. Values are something that that I feel are the most important things to me in my life. So what are your values? Could you list your values? Right. If I said, what are your values? Could you list them right off the top of your head? Chances are you have no idea. Somebody else has told you what's important and somebody else has told you what needs the attention and somebody else has told you what you're supposed to be focusing on. So one of the things that I do, um, I do it several times a year. Um, I have an exercise where I go through and I evaluate my, what my values are. Values are things like honesty, family, integrity, the things that you hold closest to you and that you live by and that you stand by. When you're in toxic environments, you adopt values of other people. You do things you wouldn't do, you support things you wouldn't support, and you adopt values that may or may not be important to you or, or may not be on the top of your value list. So for you to be true to you, you absolutely have to know what your value system is. And there's exercises out, out there, and you know I, I wrote one in my program, to figure out uh, by elimination what your top values are. Now, when you figure out what your top values are, you can use that as a roadmap to every decision and every area of your life. Because toxic environments allow us to degrade our values into somebody else's. We are never true to ourselves when we are in a toxic environment. Um, we are never true to ourselves when we are trying to keep others happy. We are never true to ourselves when we are keeping conflict down. We compromise our values to keep other people happy. So values are of utmost importance when you start taking care of yourself. Because if your decision-making skills have been taken away, and if your um, dreams have been taken away, and if your aspirations and what you want out of your life has been taken away, how will you ever begin the process of living for yourself again? So one of the best ways I have found is to nail down what your top five or six values are. So when there is a decision to be made, you put your top six values or however many values you have at the top of your list up against the decision if you decide one way, your values will support it. If you decide the other way, there's probably going to be a little bit less support from your value system. Now, the reason I am adamant about you using your top values to make decisions is because we have been trained 
in toxic environments to not choose what's best for us. We choose what makes other people happier and what keeps the fights and the conflicts and the problems down. So the top value system, by knowing what your values are, you can start making decisions that are based on you and what you want out of your life. Um, making decisions according to your values is going to cause some conflict in itself, but we need to start learning how to choose ourselves in different situations and how to make sure we know that we are living for ourselves and doing what is best for us, not for the other people in our life. It is tough to switch from catering to everybody to catering to yourself because I'm guessing somewhere along the line you have heard that that is selfish. Okay, self-care is not selfish and knowing your value system and living according to what you believe is to be right or wrong is not selfish. But because we've been trained to think that taking care of ourselves is selfish, we tend to make decisions based on others' needs. So top values are the first thing in 2019 I would suggest uh, you nail down what your value system is. And again, it's not your fault it has been clouded. It's just you have been very distracted from, from what you want out of your life and where you want your life to go. The second thing I want to talk about is um, a mission. Uh, if you own a business or if you've been in a business or if you've got a brochure from a business, a lot of times there will be a mission statement on there. Businesses write mission statements so it's very clear to other people what their business does. Okay, um, for example, my mission statement with Coaching with Dr. Heidi is to provide hope, healing, and freedom to those whose lives have been affected by toxic relationships and emotional abuse. That's basically one sentence that can tell somebody what, I, what the mission of my business is. I also encourage you to come up with a personal mission. And what a mission statement does is it makes, it makes your life and your entity something bigger than just you. It gives a little purpose. It gives a little bit of encouragement for you to live up to that mission. Um, so, and mission statements, if you've never written one, it's not, it's not that hard. In fact, um, let me think here a minute. Uh, Walt Disney's mission statement, it's not, I'm not quoting this, so the words may not be correct, but his mission statement was to bring happiness to as many people as he could. Do you think that Walt Disney probably did that? And the mission statement of, I don't know his name, but the, the CEO of Google. It was something like, to bring as much of the information that I can to everybody in the world. Okay, I think Google's probably done a pretty good job of completing that mission statement. But what it does is it makes, it, it puts you out there to live for something bigger than just you. So I kind of I kind of like the thought of having your value system and your mission statement because it gives you some direction when you're kind of drowning in the toxic environments. When you start digging around and finding out what it is that you want and who you want to be and what you want to do and why you are here, you will start growing from the inside out. Now, because it's the week between Christmas and New Year's, we have to talk about goals, okay? Um, I never really wrote any goals down. I never was one to decide what I was gonna do you know, throughout the year. Um, 
I just went from one day to the next through years and years and years on a treadmill of doing the same thing the same way all the time. About five, four or five years ago, um, I read something and it was a study from some university, Virginia Tech or something like that, um, that basically said 80% of people say they don't have goals. Less than 16% say they have goals. Less than 4% write their goals down and less than 1% review their goals on a regular basis, okay? Um, and I believe this research was done on a financial um, platform. The less than 1%, which is the ones who review their goals on a regular basis, earned nine times more than the other 99%. Okay, I had read that somewhere and I, I feel like I was on a plane when I read that. So I thought, okay, I've got to be on this plane for two more hours. I'm going to start writing some goals. And, and the goal that I'm going to have this year is to review the goals that I write down. That was the biggest goal that I had was to make sure I kept my goals in front of me. So I started writing down goals and I kind of divided up business goals and personal goals and, um, you know, health and fitness goals or whatever, um, into, into different categories. And I wrote down goals and that year, I reviewed my goals every Saturday morning while I was drinking my coffee. So once a week, I was reading through the list of goals that I had written. And that year, I had my entire list completed by March. And I had to rewrite my goals for the rest of the year. So I became a firm believer in reviewing my goals. So that's, I encourage everybody to write down goals. Now, the, the trick with goals, um, if you would have told me to write down goals 11 years ago, or when I was in an environment that wasn't healthy, I wouldn't have even known where to start. Um, when I heard the word goals, I'm like, yeah, goals are for like successful, big, huge, important people. I just do the same thing every day. What goals do I need? Well, what I started doing over the last few years is dividing the goals into smaller and smaller categories. Um, you know, family, marriage. I, I do goals with each individual um, kid because my kids are completely different. I can't have the same goals with the kid that's outgoing as I have with the same goals of the, sh the kid that's shy. So I put goals for each re the relationship with each of my kids, um, goals for work, goals for, you know, what needs to be done in the house, just whatever category I thought of that needed that I wanted to address some goals in. And I do that every year between Christmas and New Year's. Um, I do have to admit it's the week between Christmas and New Year's and I have not had time to sit down and do them. So this afternoon, after I clean up the rest of the Christmas crazy, um, I'm, that's part of what I'm gonna be doing. Um, I do not do it in an hour. I start with a two hour window and I revisit my goal setting for almost three weeks. I tweak, I add to it. I get my goals down to very, very descriptive so I can almost see them in my head. Um, that being said also, my goals aren't huge. My goals are tiny, little achievable goals that I get to check off. It's no fun to have a goal that's so huge that every time you read it, you're like, well, I have this goal, but I have no idea how I'm going to get there. So I keep my goals very small so I can check them off and then set a new one. Um, the thing with goals also is you can't have goals in certain areas of your life and not other areas of your life. That causes a huge imbalance. And part of being happy and part of being a whole person and part of being um, the you that you are supposed to be is having life balance. 
um, toxic relationships tip us out of balance. So think of the different categories in your life and, and maybe set goals in each area so you're not completely lopsided uh, when you do your goals. So my challenge to you this week would be let's start building you from the inside out. Get out a piece of paper, divide it into three sections. Write happy, healthy, and me at the top of each one, at the top of the first section write happy, the second section write healthy, and the, second, and the third section write me. And just start jotting down, what do I need to be happy? In my life, what is it that I need to be happy? The second section, start jotting down, what is it that you need in your life to be healthy? And the third section, what is it that just you, not anybody else needs in your life to be you? What makes you you? What used to make you you? Before somebody told you who you had to be, what was your favorite thing about you? Um, some people do this in their phone, so it's always with them. Some people do it on paper. Um, I like to do it on paper because I like to write in different color pens because then when I think about it, I remember what color ink I wrote it in. I'm very visual. But that's the quickest way to start with goals because goal setting can be very overwhelming. So if, because my goal today, my goal today on the podcast is just to get you to start thinking about you and your life. Let's just keep it simple. What do you need to be happy? What do you need to be healthy? And what do you need to be you? Because that by starting there, you can do that within an unhealthy environment. You can start focusing on you when you start deciding what it is you need to be happy, healthy, and you. And as you start focusing on you and the more you review that, that will start that will start welling up and you'll be able to start seeing some of that stuff. Um, but, but you need to start small because you, you can't go from zero to a hundred in one step. It's baby steps. And not only baby steps, it's baby celebrations. When you reach a goal, do something to celebrate. Go get a pedicure. Go buy a new tool. Go, you know, something little to celebrate the fact that you reached a goal and that you started thinking about yourself and that 2019 may not be 100% huge life-changing, but it may be many, many, many steps of rebuilding who you are from the inside. So if you're in a situation right now where you don't know if you're ready to change the dynamic of the um, relationship or if you're not in a situation where you can leave a toxic environment or if you're in a situation where you have chosen that that you need to learn how to live within a toxic environment because you don't particularly want to leave for whatever reason um, this is a way that you can really start focusing on yourself we can spend our entire podcast life talking about the characteristics of the toxic person I get that we could talk about that all day long I am a firm believer in forward motion. There are a thousand support groups out there that just want to talk about the toxic person and what they do and how bad they are. I get it. We all know that. We understand that. But at some point, we have to move forward. And to be able to move forward, you absolutely have to start focusing on you. And as hard as that is, we start with very, very baby little steps. And if doing what's, what makes me happy, what makes me healthy, and what makes me me is too big, start with what makes me me. Make a list of the things that 
that you know make you you and make you unique and compliments people have given you and things that you like about yourself. Start with just that and review that every other day or review it on Saturday before you have your coffee. But start somewhere and start focusing on you. Nobody else has to know you're focusing on you. But slowly, slowly, what's going to happen is you're going to start building confidence on the inside. And if you can be confident on the inside, no matter what tactics and what characteristics are flying around you on the outside, you are going to start getting stronger. And you are going to start seeing the situation for what it is. And as you get stronger, you're going to write bigger goals. And you're going to write what makes you happy and what you need to keep you healthy and what you need in the different areas and the different relationships of your life to keep you being true to you. What are your values? Let's write a mission statement. What are my goals? Oh, it's January. I reviewed them every day and I've already accomplished three or four goals. So let's sit down and write another, another list of goals. I think the thing that, that intimidated me most about goals is I felt like goals had to be huge. Like I had to make a million dollars or I had to you know buy a new car or I had to do something huge. And goals don't work like that for me. My life does not work that way. I, I take very baby steps, very slowly, one at a time. But looking back, I cannot even imagine how many steps are behind me. Probably a million. But I have moved slowly and worked and healed myself, slowly, goal by goal and bit by bit. And that's how you're going to have to do it um, if you've been told that self-care is selfish. Um, as you build, the better you're going to feel about yourself. And someday you'll get to the point where it's half past quarter till I don't give a crap and you are going to be the most important person in your life. I know I use that phrase and I, I cannot take credit for that phrase. That is my oldest daughter's phrase. She said that. And, um, I always get messages in when I use to trust, trust yourself because you know when the dynamic of the relationship is supposed to change because you'll wake up and it'll be half past quarter till I don't give a crap. And um, I think at some point I'm going to have to get a t-shirt with that on it and sell it at the conferences because that is the number one phrase that everybody loves. And I think the reason people love it is because it's a little bit powerful and so many people have experienced that day when they've woke up and it was that time that it, it hits home so well. Um, and by starting with your goals and starting with the things that make you happy, you are building towards the morning that you will wake up and you're done. And I had posted this in, I think it might have been the um, Holiday Hope Support Group, but there's going to be a day that each and every one of you all of a sudden feels a change. And I will be there to see it. I 100% I believe that if we start at the bottom and we work slowly with goals and work slowly with self-esteem and work slowly with self-worth from the inside out, every single one of you at some point is going to wake up and know that you're done. And that's what I'm hoping for each and every one of you through the next year. Educate yourself as much as you can. Reach out for help with people that understand your situation. Get into the, um, the support group was Holiday Hope through the holiday season. It's on Facebook. Um, we actually, because it was such a tremendous strength for people through the holiday season, I am keeping that as the new support community 
through the Coaching with Dr. Heidi programs. Um, we are deciding right now on a new name for it. But if you want to get into the support group, uh, right now it is still Holiday Hope, but you have to um, ask to be in invited. So search Holiday Hope, or you can find it on the Coaching with Dr. Heidi Facebook page. But that will be the new Facebook support group um, for the Coaching with Dr. Heidi community. Um, so that being said, Congratulations, you've made it through 2018 and 2019 is going to be a huge year for each and every one of you. And I want people to message me in the wins and the things that they feel good about and um, the times that they have chosen to pick themselves and chosen to stand up for themselves. Every single one of those is a win, even if you have to repeat it. Sometimes we have to fight the same battle three times before it's actually won. And um, this is a quote that I, of course, I'm going to mess up, but um, it's not about winning the war. You start with winning the battles to win the war. So if you have to keep doing it over and over, that's okay. At least you're doing something. So here's to 2019. And thank you all for supporting the podcast and supporting uh, my mission. I appreciate every single one of you. A couple announcements. The conference dates are April 5, 6, and 7. It is going to be here in St. Louis. The details will be coming out um, through the email list and on the social media sites. So if you're interested in coming to the conference, um, it's called It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, which is the same name as the podcast. And what I do in a weekend is go over the entire 21 characteristics of the toxic person in detail. This year we are going to have some breakouts. So um, the people in different situations will be breaking out into um, into different groups with leaders that have experienced those particular situations. Um, it is a great place to meet people who have the same situation as you. So if you can't get support from home or close to home, having a community online or having somebody that you can text that knows what you're going through may make the difference in your future. So the conference is a great place to do that. Um, the Freedom Me Online, the coaching program is finally up and going and it is available to be purchased online and there's a couple different ways that you can do that um, if you want to do uh, a, a education through a self-study, that's available. Um, and I guess the only other thing is the toxicity profile analysis. I had so many of those come in through the holidays. Um, I love that people are becoming aware that what their situation is, it's not normal, it's toxic. And follow up to the toxicity profile analysis, um, I actually offer a consultation where I can go over yours specifically so you can kind of get an understanding of the situation that you are in um, personally. So that being said, my husband and I are actually headed out of town for New Year's Eve, so I'm excited about that. But I will be speaking to you at the beginning of 2019, and I wish you all the best New Year's Eve. And 2019, let's make this the year about you. And um, let's make some little changes that get you feeling like you are important and that you are worth it and that you have some purpose. Um, I am proud of every one of you. I know that people have been working really, really hard. So with that said, I'm Dr. Heidi. Thank you for listening and I will talk to you soon.